pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 281. Today I'm going to chat with Joshua Hood from Advanced Armament Company, discuss the new assault weapon ban in Illinois, highlight a new lower from Desert Tech, and talk about a man's fast food order that had a lot more than he expected. I am your host, Abel Flannell. Josh, how are you doing? Or do you go by Joshua? Uh, either one, really. It just depends Josh. if you're in trouble or not. Exactly. If I get the full name, something <laughs> went sideways. If I get the regular name, it's possibly something went sideways also. So. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm late to dinner, we're okay. <laughs> nice. Moving, well, before we move forward, I just want you guys to know if you hear any background noise, I apologize. Even though it's like middle of the winter, apparently one of my neighbors decided to work on their landscaping and they have like, because the soil is so freaking hard where I live, I think they have like some drill thing. I'm not very tech savvy when it comes to what the tools are called but something that's i don't know it sounds like there's a woodpecker outside my house and i'm just like all right cool of all days it had to be the day that i was recording so apologize in advance if you guys hear that and if you're wondering what it is that is what it is i don't know if it's going on right now or not it's hard to tell because i have my earmuffs on but yeah okay so before we get into it smith and wesson If you guys are looking for a new EDC, definitely check out the Shield Plus. But also, if you're looking for something with a little extra, check out maybe getting it in chambered in 30 Super Carry from Federal. If you guys haven't heard about 30 Super Carry yet, it's very similar to 9mm. It does not have the same footprint, though. The diameter is smaller. Similar to 9mm, although I don't really want to... I don't want to compare it to 9mm. It's not trying to take over 9mm. It's just another option that you guys have where now you have the same energy as 9mm, the same ballistics, but you're able to hold about 20% more rounds in the magazine. In this case, with the Shield Plus, you can hold 13 rounds in the flush mag and 16 rounds in the slightly extended mag, which is quite a bit more, especially for such a small gun. It's available object ready with night sights and it has the new flat fleece trigger. You can get yours with or without the thumb safety. And if you guys want to check out more about this gun or any other guns from Smith and Wesson, head on over to smith-wesson.com. Learn the things you never knew on deconstructing the industry. All right, Josh. So I actually, I was told by, we have a mutual friend, Elliot, who is from Silencer Shop. And she told me to go and check you guys out. And he's like, yeah, Advanced Armament Corporation. And I was like, is that company still around? Because, okay, so, and don't take offense to that. um, But the only time that I've heard about AAC is when it was owned by Kevin Brittingham. And this was like years ago. So like right. what has happened since then? And then also, yeah, so if we could just, let's just talk about like what Advanced Armament Corporation is and what's happened since then. And then we'll talk about uh, your past a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So basically uh, it started as Advanced Armament Corporation with Kevin mid late nineties. Uh, so he built it up from there. And then around 2012, 2013, he sold off uh, AAC to Remington uh, to Freedom Group at the time. Okay. So Remington doing what they did, uh, basically went into bankruptcy uh, in 2019, 2020. Uh, So everything got auctioned off into a bankruptcy auction. So with us, we got purchased by JJE Capital. So Mm -hmm. it's the investment firm, parent company of Palmetto, us, uh, DPMS, H&R, and Parker Brothers Shotguns, I believe. Can you say uh, that again? You kind of cut out. So it's the brother company of, you were going to say Palmetto State Armory? Yeah, so it's the basically the investment firm that owns PSA. Okay. Uh, they got us, DPMS, H&R, Parker Shotguns, uh, all in that bankruptcy auction. 
Uh, and then they changed our name to Vance Armament Company for legality reasons there. Uh, basically, all the ex-warranty claims, things like that. So going now, we're Vance Armament Company. Uh, so a little bit change in the name, but still the AAC uh, quality that you come to expect with the product. Interesting. Okay. So in the description, in the intro, I said company, but I did just say corporation by habit a second ago. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's still, AAC. It still comes up. We yeah. all know how, what everybody's talking about. But yeah. the other thing is to the fun one, because uh, we've got a lot of calls and emails on this is so with Palmetto opening up their ammo company, mm-hmm. American Ammunition Company. It's actually two different AACs under the same banner, so to speak. Yeah. So we was, have well, we have nothing to do with them, and they have nothing to do with us, so to speak. Interesting. Yeah, because I was also mm-hmm. thinking about that too, because I've noticed with you know with them coming out with their new ammo line, it. I guess I didn't know what it stood for, but like on all the packaging, you just see AAC or. When I get the emails from PSA, it's always like, yeah, AAC 9mm for, you know, X amount of dollars. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder if you guys are related. So that also clarifies things. This was just like a year and a half ago that Advanced Armament Company started? Like, or- yeah, so, yeah, so around uh, last, uh, around November of 21 mm-hmm. is when we really got going as far as putting out product. Uh, things of that nature. I was I've been with here since the beginning, so around October, okay. I think, is when I got hired. So before we went live with everything, but yeah, so about a year and a half, we've been pumping product out and trying to you know get market share back. Nice. Okay, and then let's talk about your background a little bit. So what were you doing before you started with AAC? So before here, I was a government contractor on uh, the Redstone Arsenal here in Huntsville. So worked there, was there for about two years, and then the product manager at the time, Ben Bachmeyer, reached out to me, and because me and him worked together at Remington for 20, uh, 2014 to 2018 is when I was there. Uh, he just reached out and was like, hey, we're getting the band back together. You want to come ride this roller coaster again? I was like, nice. I could be doing worse things. Sure. I'll give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> that's super cool. By the way, that the background noise, that's my dog growling and kind of half woofing. I'm like, what is going on today? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I okay. could just imagine right. what you guys, you know, because she's like right in the microphone. I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to hold her mouth shut so she doesn't bark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what are you guys now doing at AAC? So you guys specialize in suppressors, right? Yep. Uh, so we do right now. It's mainly uh, focusing on the silencer uh, suppressor side of things. In the past, we've done a few firearms uh, with Remington with H and R, but for right now, it's basically focused purely on silencers. Get back into that game, and then get our footprint back before we start trying to branch off into other endeavors. Mm-hmm. And what has that been like? Just trying to get your foot back in the door. It's it's been a job. It's 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 not been easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing is when you go. We was away for about two two and a half years, so we lost all that market share. Yeah. In that time, you've had a lot of companies come up, like the Otter Creeks, the Diligent Defense, the RS guys. It's just hard to get back into that game when a lot of the new end users they're only seeing you know those companies, the Silencer Code, Dead Airs, Otter Creeks, things mm-hmm. like that but they're not familiar with AAC. Yeah. So to them, we're a new company, so to speak, but yet we're one of the oldest, you know, silencer manufacturers, you know, since everything started getting hyped up and, you know, the whole NFA push has started going real strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we lost that market share. So we lost a lot of customer base just due to the fact that, you know, we weren't, in the forefront. Yeah. We weren't, you know, a thought, I mean. Yeah. So it's been a job. It's been crazy. I've been, you know, working 10, 12 hours just to do marketing plans, product lines, and just trying to build that product line and then also try to get in back in the forefront of the customer base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely seems like an interesting time right now. Like every company that I talk to, I mean, even like Aero Precision, they're coming out with a suppressor line. Like 
even if companies weren't specializing in suppressors before, now suddenly they're all making bolt actions and suppressors. And I'm like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> like, did everybody have like a meeting in the back? Like, hey, all right, let's just see who can make, you know, the best one. And everyone's launching at the same time. So it does kind of seem, I mean, which is good, you know, that there's more suppressor companies out there and more options, obviously. But right. it does kind of seem like, you know, even more so, you know, since, okay, people kind of forgot the name AAC, but even right now, there's just a lot more competition. There is, you know, which is, you know, <clears throat> it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. I mean, the good thing is you have to keep constantly coming up with better ideas, better mm -hmm. products. And in the past, it was like, all right, we'll make this one can, like, give or say, the AAC M4 2000 or the S762 SD N6 that were a mainstay for years. Not a lot of innovation to that can, but it was the same build for, you know, five, six years without changing anything. Now, if you have a can that does that, it's going to basically fall to the wayside because everybody's coming out with a new silencer every year that's better on par with the previous model. Mm -hmm. So it, it does breed that innovation uh, that we thrive to see in the suppressor world. Yeah. But also it keeps you on your toes where you have to keep, you know, keep designing, keep innovating. It's you've got to come out with something new almost every year or you're going to fall to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to take a quick break. Talk about Mantis. I was on their website last night and was looking at the X7, which I don't think I've ever talked about, but it's only for shotguns. So if your primary focus is, you know, uh, skeet shooting or trap shooting, this is perfect for you. It actually aids in doing that. It shows you the feedback. It's made specifically for shotguns. It tracks your like shot trace and then uh, through like the data points of the shot itself. And then you could receive insight on your shot mechanics. And that is available for $199. Again, if you guys are only, you know, I know there's quite a few shooters out there that, you know, they only like shotguns or that's all they shoot. But if that's the case, this device might be for you. Or if you like shooting, you know, rifle, handgun, pistol, archery, then I would say look into the X10, which will cover all of it. And that's just a little bit more depending on what you get, but it is a little bit more. But if you are, you know, practicing with all of those, I would say, then look into the X10. Anyways, check it out, mantisx.com. How do your products now compare to some of the other products on the market? Like you are now, you're one of the older suppressor companies, but how are you guys competing with the newest like innovations out there right now? Gotcha. So it's one of the things that's, I don't, I don't never throw shade on any other company. I know what we can do and what our cans are capable of. Mm -hmm. uh, they're great cans. I mean, but when we went to the R&D side of things with these new uh, Ranger 5 and Ranger 7, we did put them up against the uh, Dead Air Sandman, the Surefire Socom, the Silencer Co. brands, uh, and Otter Creek as well. So we tested it as far as sign-wise and back pressure-wise to the high end of the competition that we've got right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so everything tested really well against those. Uh, so we're very pleased with how the Ranger 5 and 7 competed with those cans. And uh, as far as the final numbers go, we were really happy with that. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, because just, you know, from what you compared it to, those are some of the top most popular suppressors that people buy. So it's nice that you're comparing it to those and, you know, you guys kind of came out ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. If you're not comparing your product to the competition, then I don't know what really you're doing, yeah. so to speak. Because, you, I mean, with that, you have a baseline to go against. But, well, okay, suppressor A is this much better then us in C and D category, how do we improve that to get with suppressor A? Mm -hmm. uh, so it does help a lot uh, from the R&D standpoint of it. Yeah. Do you guys, so in order to record like uh, decibels, do you guys, what do you use for that? Because I've heard like different things where they're like, unless you're going to spend like, you know, thousands on a machine that actually does it, that it's kind mm -hmm. of hard to do. Like if you were just to buy something, you know, like a $30 little thing off of Amazon that that's not going to work. Is that true or does that actually work pretty well? 
So that is true. I mean, we use a BNK uh, BNK pulse system. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's one of the higher end decimal readings. Uh, we use it. Uh, Th- uh, Thunder Beast uses it. A lot of the competition mm-hmm. uh, uses that same system. It does cost a you know a pretty penny. It's not the cheap one, uh, but it does give us full data from the initial db readings you know transfer it to an excel spreadsheet very sensitive microphones so when we go out testing we have to make sure we reserve the entire range for the entire day and there's no wind noise no animal noise anything like that because it will give us false reading on those mics interesting yeah that makes a lot of sense tell me about your guys's entire lineup of suppressors right now what do you guys have available? So it looks like, because I'm, I'm on your website right now, you guys have a, a good selection, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, we cover everything from basically right now from Rimfire all the way to 300 WinMag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got the Halcyon, which is our Rimfire cam. Uh, it's rated for all Rimfire and also 5.7. So if you've got a, like a FN 5.7, a PSA a Rock 5.7, you don't want that inch and a half diameter like on a tyrant or a ranger five mm-hmm. then the house on be great because it's barely over an inch diameter uh so you keep that low profile so to speak nice uh, completely modular all titanium so easy to clean easy to take down we did change the finish so it normally it, in the past it came with a cerakote finish but now we're using pvd on a lot of our titanium parts which is basically like a dlc coating a phys- physical vapor deposition that is basically a chemical that mates into the metal mm-hmm. so it's a lot stronger with strike resistance corrosion all of that because it's actually in the metal itself versus just a coating over it oh nice so <clears throat> that also helps with uh, keeping carbon from sticking to the baffles as well so super easy to clean don't have to try like you used to in the past with a wooden dowel and just knocking them out. Yeah. So, and and you, that doesn't require any tools, right, to take it apart? Like if you wanted to go from the shorter to the longer? Correct. Yeah, it's completely toolless design. Uh, real simple ergonomics, you know, right, tight, left, loose. Mm-hmm. You can change it from short to long in a matter of seconds. Okay. Super easy. So that's really all we've got for Rimfire. Uh, we go up to the pistols or our Tyrant series, which... To me, it's one of the better pistol cans in the market mm-hmm. uh, just because, A, it's been around for, it seems like a decade, but it's been around about seven, eight years, mm-hmm. and it still holds its own as far as performance-wise, weight rise with the entire industry. So it's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We do change, they change a little bit of things with them. So we went to that PVD coating that I mentioned with the Halcyon, so easier to clean mm-hmm. uh, as far as the tubing goes. And it's a titanium tube with stainless steel and aluminum baffles in it. So with the Tyrant 9 MHD, it has a stainless steel baffles in the front end, so five stainless steel baffles. Uh, what that gives you advantage-wise is, A, easier to clean because you can drop stainless steel in an ultrasonic and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, it also gives it more strength. So a lot of guys, we took notice that a lot of folks are going to that PCC world and they're just grabbing 115 grains because A, it's the cheapest thing on the market. B, you can buy it in bulk pretty much everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So we know it's a, you know, it's a heavy hitter with the 115. So we took that in mind. It's like, well, how can we make the baffle stronger? And in the past, it used to be a stainless steel baffle and then the rest aluminum now for the nine. We're like, well, let's just, you know, we'll up the weight a little bit, but we'll also give you stainless steel baffles to help protect on that 115 grain. So you can wear it out a lot more. It can handle a lot more heat and hate you send down the barrel. So we did that. And then we kept the front end aluminum baffles just to balance out that weight some. Because gotcha. uh, we notice a lot of the heat and hate that comes out of barrel mainly affects the first three or four baffles in the tube mm-hmm. so we and that's why we went to the stainless steel and not did the whole thing stainless but it's one of the greatest i think it's one of the best cans ever to be put into the pistol world mm-hmm. uh, but like i said it's it holds its own against everybody that's in the market right now and even now we've rated it for 300 blackout subs uh also 300 blackout supers and hunting applications and also 350 legends so it's for those midwest guys that have to use that straight wall or if you're in the michigan ohio where you get the certain regions Mm -hmm. 
you don't have to get a you know a uh, rifle can so to speak you can get a tyrant 9 hd and be perfectly fine with handling that 350 very nice yeah and the uh tyrant 45 it's basically the tyrant 9's big brother uh stainless steel baffle aluminum the rest of the way and it's rated for basically anything 45 caliber so 45 acp 44 mag uh, 44 special all of those guys uh great can great performance cans uh but one again it's one of the cans that's been around forever uh we didn't do much changing to it uh basically the same thing we went to the nine and changed to a pvd to it hmm. uh, and then we our biggest uh, claim to fame right now is the new ranger five and ranger seven yeah i was so just gonna ask new- you about that because i'm like okay so you have the precision the rimfire the pistol but what is the ranger so the Ranger is your uh, hard-use, heavy-duty can. Gotcha. Uh, so guys that are running full-auto ARs, full-auto AKs, things like that, these cans will be able to handle them. They're made out of uh, Inconel, 718 Inconel, which is the same type of metal they use on jet engines, so they can handle the heat mm-hmm. and the abuse from it. And then the rest is stainless steel construction, so easy to clean. Hmm. Uh, the biggest thing we did there is made the back end, the industry standard, the hub mount, that inch and three eighths. So if you've got a chemo mount, if you want to run direct thread, pretty much any of the stuff, uh, it'll accept our silencer. So we took notice when in the years past, if you were stuck to a proprietary mounting system like our 51T system or a dead air system, mm-hmm. you had to invest, you know, $100 a mount per each gun, mm-hmm. you know, and it does rack up and it keeps you limited to what cans you can use because you're like, well, I've got 1500 set aside in mounts. I have a can, mm-hmm. but I don't want to change all my mounts out again. Yeah. So we took that into effect and I'm glad to see the industry is basically making that the standard now, that inch and three eighths. Mm-hmm. So like I said, we make a 51 T adapter for our Rangers. So you just screw it in. If you got, you know, a ton of 51 T mounts, you can buy a new Ranger, buy the adapter and you're good to go. You don't have to change anything out. Nice. Uh, and the Ranger sevens rated up to 300 wind mag. So it can take a lot of abuse and the Ranger five, it's a five, five, six cam, but we did, overbore it uh to a six millimeter so what that gives you is basically a lot of sbrs they start getting if you're running full auto sbrs they get a little squirrely when Mm -hmm. that heat starts heating up the barrel and not stabilizing the projectile Mm -hmm. and you get baffle strikes in cap strikes just because that projectile is going a little wavy Mm -hmm. so it can give you a little bit more protection there uh but the other big thing too if you're running six millimeter arc uh six prc six creedmoor Instead of going up to a 30 cal can, you can buy a Ranger 5 and you'll have better performance because there's not a lot of gas for it to escape where you would on a 30 cal can because it's all that free bore space in between the projectile and the baffles. So you get a little bit more performance uh, better wise with that. Gotcha. And is there quite a bit of weight difference then between the Ranger and then your other suppressors just because it's not made out of aluminum? I'd assume it's probably a little bit heavier. It is. It's about, uh, with the Ranger 5, it's about six, five ounces heavier mm-hmm. uh, from a Tyrant. But like you said, that's just because of the you yeah. know, different metals we use. Yeah, that makes sense. And the Ranger 7 is a little bit heavier than the 5 by two ounces. Mm-hmm. But that's because you get a few more baffles with the Ranger 7. And um, we did that mainly we, so we could rate it for that 300 wind mag and get the better performance than if we did the same stack size as a Ranger 5 the performance wasn't as there. So we basically played with baffle designs, added two more baffles and like, all right, that's where we need to be at. This is what we're going with. Very cool. And then, and then your precision, the, the precision line. So that's more of a specialty market, so to speak, uh, guys that not going to use ARs, not going to use anything heavy use. So we get two there. We've got the Jaeger 30, which basically is our hunting can. So you've got a guy that just, wants to suppress his hunting rifles but doesn't want to invest a ton of money because he's not going to shoot a lot of suppress outside that one rifle mm-hmm. so with the jaeger price point on it is 474 so for msrp so you're not in it too deep it's lightweight it's aluminum and titanium uh, so you're a lot of the guys out west that we've sent those to as far as riders and things like that goes they love them because you know when you're tracking out west on a mountainside ounces matter ounces become pounds things like that so we took that into effect 
and a lot of the guys are really enjoying those. It gives you great suppression. I mean, at one at a 300 wind mag, you're still getting at 138 dB, so you're still hearing safe on even the big bore calibers. Very nice. So great entry level can, uh, 5H24 thread. So the industry, 90% of the world, 30 cal cans, you're gonna or 30 cal rifles, you're gonna have a 5H thread. So we did do that. But yeah, it's one of those things that's great for hunters. And like I said, for folks that don't want to invest a ton into a suppressor, either A, they only have one purpose, or B, they've never been in suppressors and they don't want to drop $1,000 on your first bite. So that fills that niche. Uh, the other one is a more military-driven type uh, silencer. That would be the Mark 13 SD. So how that one came about, basically it was an Army-Navy program. Uh, that came about for their Mark 13 rifles and also the XM2010s that uh, Remington did for the Army. They wanted a precision can that was super lightweight, easy, repeatable POI that, you know, shift and that doesn't change your POI hardly at all. So we came up with this Mark 13 SD. Basically, it's an all-titanium can, quick-detach, uh, 300 wind mag. And we'll be making those basically in the FDE uh, color, and that'll have the NSN mark, which is your national stock number for uh, military orders, clone guys that just have to have, you know, everything to clone correct. And then we're also making them in a black Cerakote also for, you know, the everyday Joe that doesn't care for FDE, Mm -hmm. and they only want black uh, to match their rifles. Uh, So Great can, super lightweight. Uh, MSRP on it's around eleven and a half, but street price will be under a thousand, which we looked at. And as far as the market goes, a uh, sub one thousand dollars all titanium can uh, is a great value, uh, and you get a great piece also uh, mm. with that can. Nice. Tell me about what is the five one T stamp mount. So the fifty one T stamp mount. What that is is basically the adapter that screws into any inch and three-eighths uh, back-end uh, suppressor, so like our Ranger 5 or Ranger 7, that uses that you have a ton of 51T mounts already on your rifles from previous editions. Uh, you just bought into the AAC 51T family, mm-hmm. and you have all these mounts, but you also want a new silencer, but you doesn't want it, but you don't want to change out your mounts. Mm-hmm. So you purchase the 51T stamp adapter, and you screw it into the back end, and then that'll allow you to use your mounts that you already have on your rifles in that 51T. Because uh, we didn't notice that was going to be a big you know, issue going forward is like, if we release a new can, there's a ton of 51T mounts into the world. How do we support that legacy mount with our new technology, with our new silencer? Mm -hmm. And we came up with that stamp mount. And also during the whole uh, breakup between us and Remington, uh, there was a few shops that would basically cut off the back end of uh, say an N6 or an M4 2000 and put a inch and three eighths thread back there. Uh, so this also supports those guys also where you have your old can, but now you can use your 51T mounts again or go direct thread with it. Uh, so we did support that issue as well. Nice. Uh, so we try to cover all as many bases as we could as far as bringing the old, you know, true and faithful customers to the, you know, new technology, new silencer, or new company, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so try to give a lot of love to everybody yeah. uh, in the yeah, that's because I got to say, like, the more suppressors that I start to accumulate, the it's just the mounting, you know, the threaded system and how I mount it. And I'm just like, OK, cool. So I just took this can off and put this other one on. But like, now what do I do with this can? Like, I need another mounting device. And it's just kind of a pain in the ass. That's really yeah. the only the only downfall, I think. And really, I just need to sit down and figure out, OK, what suppressors go with what and then just buy the mounting system. But. Yeah, it's it's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you can get and you can get invested real quick heavily mm-hmm. in mounts, especially mm-hmm. if you you know, everybody don't have just one rifle, right? We no. always got five, ten ARs running around, a few bolt guns. So yeah. it, it it gets pricey after a while mm-hmm. uh, buying mounts for everything. It does, yeah. I agree. All right. Is there any future plans that you can share with us? Anything in the works? 
Uh, we've got a few few projects. Uh, we're looking at basically bringing out an 8.6 blackout uh, silencer. So mm-hmm. we noticed that there was a big market share uh, when basically Kevin and Brittingham and Q released that new 8.6 blackout, which mm-hmm. is 300 blackouts big brother. Mm-hmm. We're working on a can now to handle that. That's one thing we're doing. That'll probably be an end of the year type deal. Uh, the other thing, we are working on a new rimfire silencer, uh, basically a non-modular, all-titanium, shielded baffles, same thing, handle spots. And basically think of your Halcyon, but think of non-modular, and then the back end is the one solid piece versus the Halcyon has a thread insert, a rear cap, a wave spring. So you have three pieces there mm-hmm. that basically just stack the tolerance a little bit. Great. I mean, it works great. Nothing wrong with it. But going forward with the new Rimfire cam, we're going to make all that one piece of machine titanium. So there's no stacking of tolerances. There's no anything that could go wrong, so to speak. Once you thread it in and we rock set it, you know, it's not going anywhere. Gotcha. Uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, that's really the only two things we've got working mm-hmm. uh, in the pipeline. Uh, we got a few other things that's in R and D right now that I'd rather keep close to the vest until mm-hmm. we prove it out. Yeah. The mainly because AAC and mainly more Remington than anybody had a thing of releasing things that say Shot Show or news articles, and then you have two years of waiting and nothing happens. So. Yeah, I know. We've already like I. We're already seeing that even just this, this past shot show. A lot of people are like, yeah, here it is, but it's not going to be released for another two years and you can't touch it. And and I'm like, why even create like buzz around it that I'm like, oh, yeah. by the time it does come out, people are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's probably better to release something when you already like you're very close to releasing it. Or if not, like you're like, hey, at the end of the show, it's going to be available in all the stores. Right. I mean, that's, that's our take. And, you know, I came from that Remington lineage that's, you know, basically old guard and we're going to show what we can do, but we're not going to release it for two years. And I brought that with me to AAC. I'm like, look, if we, if we're doing shot show new product, I said, we're, we're only showing things that we either a have in stock or B can start building within a month. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause to me, it makes no sense to, Unless you're a small company, I get that from them. But if you're a big company, you know, got a big footprint, I don't see the, you know, your art, your risk versus reward from the, you know, customer inside or the AR-15, you know, yeah. pitch, pitchfork and fires that are going to just tra- trail you through the mud for not releasing something that they saw it shot. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. something we wanted to avoid. Uh we had a few prototypes that we shared with a few vendors, a uh, few dealers uh, in our back booth uh, at SHOT Show, but nothing that was ready to be make a grand appearance, so to speak. Mm-hmm. How was SHOT Show for you guys? It was good. Uh, I did like the Caesars Forum a lot better than the Venetian. Uh, mainly, it didn't look like a warehouse. It looked cleaner to me. Yeah. Uh, but we had a lot of good traffic. Uh, still getting the... Oh, didn't know y'all got, you know, you guys was back. And we're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. About two years. Uh, but it's one of those things. It's, we're going to have that, I'm sure, for another year or two until we just, you know, make a big splash. But yeah. The good thing is I like our booth. We did a really great job on the booth. Um, and I think it stood out from where we were at mm-hmm. uh, being that bright, hit you in the face type deal. Yeah. Uh, but Shasha was great. I mean, I enjoyed every year. I just go mainly for the dinners afterwards. And, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> a of, seeing a lot of the guys and girls that I don't see, but yeah. one time a year. So yeah. it, it's always good to catch up with those people. I was, I was actually surprised that you were able to make it on this week because I was just a few days ago, like when we touched base and then I was like, yeah, actually, I don't even have a guest for this week. And I think finding a guest usually like the week before and the week after SHOT Show, it's so freaking hard because yeah. People are, you know, usually they're getting super, you know, inundated with a bunch of stuff before SHOT Show, getting things, you know, handled before they leave. And then after SHOT Show, usually everyone's sick. And today, (laughs) I mean, so, well, this past SHOT Show, so I think, I think I am superhuman. I've, other than feeling like slightly sick last night and the night before where I was like, am I getting a little bit of a head cold? And then I just went to bed early and I feel fine. But 
there has been a few people that I've talked to that are sick, but for the most part, it seems like it didn't hit people that hard this year. Not as much as usually when I come back, I am like, everyone's sick and like just, you know, or when I'm hearing is it's just like a little bit of a head cold, but nothing too crazy. So, so that's good, you know, but But I think a lot of more, a lot of folks are taking more into effect or account their actual personal hygiene Mm -hmm. with the purels and uh, like when we, like all the week before SHOT Show, everybody here, which is a group of four people that run this whole thing. So fun times. Yeah. So you're like, nobody Uh, calls out sick. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So the whole week before we're just pounding emergencies, you know, all our data, you know, multivitamins, just pounding our system Mm -hmm. and then purel after every handshake, every fist bump. Yeah, we're pure railing at the show. Yeah, I told you guys like, look, you are not calling out the week after. Yeah, there's too much stuff to be done. Agree. <laughs> I know. I would be pissed if somebody called out. You know, after that, I'd be like, really? But that's what you have to do. So I've I kind of have it down to a T now. So I wash my hands frequently. I use prep, but I still anytime like I pass the bathroom, I'm like, all right, let me go in real quick, wash my hands. Because I still think you know, Purell like helps, or you know, sanitizing stuff helps a little bit, but. It just still doesn't it eventually just feels like it starts to goop up and makes your hands sticky and then you collect even more right. germs. But do that. I don't really touch any of the products that are on show, like even at Hollison when mm-hmm. they came out with the night thermal or the night vision thermal optic. Oh, right. My camera guy was like, OK, like look through it, you know, here and he's holding up, you know, the gun that it's on. I was like, I don't touch the guns on the floor. I don't, I'm not trying to, cause that's really where it is, is people touch everything. I'm not trying to like, excuse my language, finger fuck everything, put and then right. touch my face that everybody else just, you know, touched. So the Hollison guys were nice enough to have me in the back room. And then they, you know, showed me, uh, optics that hadn't been touched as much. The media still touched us. It was still, exactly. but I do that. Yeah, and have- then, and then I don't party anymore. Like I still, you know, I go out, I have nice dinners and stuff, but I'm still in bed by like usually before 12, you know, I, I'm not doing like these all nighters where it's like, and and honestly, I don't like doing that. And I don't really care for people that do that. It's just not a good look, especially since, you know, this is still like, this is the industry that I'm working in. I have a lot of friends, but I'm not trying to like, you know, let everyone see me like where I'm like raging, you know, and I'm trashed and it's just, it's not oh. a good look. And, and plus I'm too old for that now. Oh yeah, good old uh, cake stand special. Yeah, from back in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so. Uh, so yeah, I went out like the first shot show was last year, and I didn't think nothing about it. And all the few, few guys I knew was like, "Yeah, just come out." I'm like, "All right, cool." You know, we go out party a little bit, and then the next morning, I'm like, I, "I'm not doing this ever again." No, I know. I'm 30 years old. I'm not the 19 year old that I used to be. Yeah. Uh, Which sounds funny. Cause like you're like thirties. We, cause I'm in my thirties and I'm like, we should be able to handle it still in our thirties. But I've gotten to the point where like, uh, I, you know, I mean, yeah. When I went out with federal, I had more than like two drinks and trailblazer firearms. They took me out to dinner, which was really nice of them. And they kept ordering more and more drinks. And I was like, oh, and I'm just slowing down. And even though I'm like slowing down, they're still ordering more around. So I like drinks piling up in front of me. (laughs) But I still like I've noticed after if I have more than two drinks, I just don't feel great the next day. It's just you just don't bounce back like you. You feel sort of sluggish and I don't know. And if I so it's just like it's not worth it. Yeah, you got that. And then you're recovery time is nowhere like it used to be no. it used to be you know i'd get hammered the night before and go to work the next day and i'm good yeah now it's a three-day recovery right like, i'm not doing this ever again i'm sore my back hurts my knees hurt yeah it's like why does everything hurt now <laughs> i know i know i get it okay so for those who want to check out ac what's your website and what are your social media handles Gotcha. So the website is www.advanced-armament.com. Uh, make sure you put the dash in there or you'll go to a whole different website. Our Facebook is Advanced Armament Company. Basically, we have a brand new one ready to go. And then our Instagram handle is Advanced Armament Co. A C-O for Instagram. Perfect. And we, do, we probably do more social with the Instagram. So if you make a comment on Facebook, it might get looked over, but if you comment on Instagram, shoot us a message on Instagram. Normally we're checking that multiple times a day. So that'd be the 
best way to get in touch with us from a social aspect. All right, cool. All right, moving forward with the rest of the show, Caldwell. They actually came out with their clay throwers. I think it was like two months ago, but I didn't realize this. So they are available now. They're freaking awesome. It's called the Claymore Target Thrower, and it gives you all the benefits of like an electric thrower, but you don't need electricity or a battery. It holds 50 clays and you can operate it with your foot. It throws clays 55 to 75 yards and has multiple modes. A standard as well as flurry where it throws as fast as you can step on the pedal. It also has an adjustable angle and collapses for easy transport. Uh, definitely want to get my hands on this, especially for the summertime. Check it out. It's caldwellshooting.com. Remember to use the code GUNFUNNY10, all one word, and that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. Politics. What is going on in the world today? Today in politics, so as many of you have already heard, Illinois rushed through an outrageous quote-unquote assault weapon and magazine ban of anything over 10 rounds. This bill was supposed to regulate insurance adjusters, but they snuck in 110 pages of new gun regulations into it, which don't you think that should be illegal? Like if we're talking about a bill that is about, you know, insurance. Why are you going to ram, you know, other stuff that has nothing to do with that bill? Like, if nothing else, I feel like that should be illegal. It's absolutely ridiculous. The new law was passed by the Senate on a Sunday, the House the very next day, and signed the same day by the governor. The highlights of the ban include banning common semi-automatic firearms by name or cosmetic descriptions, rifle magazines over 10 rounds, and pistol mags over 15 rounds. It also requires any already owned firearms to be registered with police by the end of the year or face up to three years in prison. Literally, this does nothing to address crime in Illinois, but it potentially creates criminals out of, you know, the 12 million law-abiding residents, just like all the other, you know, laws they're trying to pass right now, which just infuriates me. Like, don't even get me started on this. The good news is one lawsuit against the ban has been granted a temporary restraining order by a judge since lawmakers did not follow proper procedure as required by the Illinois Constitution, among other reasons. More challenges are in process, including ones in federal court charging that it violates the Second Amendment. Unfortunately, the order only stops the state from enforcing the ban against the FFLs and 862 Illinois residents who signed on as plaintiffs. Nine states already have similar laws that are currently being challenged and are very likely to be ruled unconstitutional under SCOTUS direction to follow the precepts of Bruin. But that isn't stopping Colorado, Michigan, Washington, and other states who are all pushing similar bans right now. More than ever, I would say, you know, like you guys really need to be active. You need to contact your representatives and tell them that you are completely against this. Get behind organizations like FRAC, FRAC, FPC, GOA, and then even, you know, organizations that are at a local level, like Rocky Mountain Gun Owners that's in Colorado that I had on last week. And actually, I think I don't want to say anything that isn't going to happen, but I think you guys are going to start seeing me get a lot more involved in politics with some organizations. And I'm even thinking about doing some sort of fundraiser because I know so many manufacturers and so many content creators that I'm like, okay, if we like group together and raffle off some stuff, I'm like, we can make quite a bit of money to donate to a lot of these organizations, you know, fighting for us. So stay on the lookout for that. Cause I don't know. I have a few ideas up my sleeves. Hopefully I can bring that to fruition. Franklin Armory. Uh, again, last night, couldn't sleep, story of my life, looking at Franklin Armory's website. And I realized that one thing that I always knew, but I probably haven't told you guys this, is if you're not one to you know, buy a product and install it yourself, you could actually buy guns that already have the binary triggers in them. And Josh, I don't know if you've ever shot with a binary trigger, but it's so much freaking fun. 
I'd actually, your cans would be perfect for it. Like the, what was it? The one that's like rugged for full auto. Yeah. The Ranger five or the, for the five, five, six or Ranger seven from blackout. Yeah. Binary triggers are great. Even the FRT triggers. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, it's great things for cans for sure. Yeah. Well, we don't talk about the FRT triggers right now because you know, and, (laughs) and wink face, nobody has those. But yeah, so like I noticed though when I the only downfall shooting binary is like your gun gets hot pretty quickly. Same with the can, you know. I actually I was just shooting one uh with the Sentry Arms AP5 and there's a can on that and I definitely had to take quite a few breaks because it was like, well, the cans are getting really hot. Even though I was having a lot of fun, I'm like, all right, let's just put that gun aside, <laughs> shoot something else, come back to it. Yeah, I mean, great opportunity. But yeah, guys, if you're not the ones to want to play gunsmith at your house, no big deal. Just buy it with it already on. Right now, they actually have an M4 that I had my eyes on, and it's on sale. Normally, it was roughly $1,200, and it's on sale for $1,071. Oh, and nice. yeah, and it has, it looked like it had a light, like a lot of nice upgrades. It was pretty nice. So check these out. Head on over to franklinarmory.com. Don't forget to use the coupon code AVA. That's A-V-A. And you're going to get 10% off. Although I don't think that applies to completed firearms, but it does apply to the triggers and accessories. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's Q&A, nobody asked me this, but I, I felt the need to talk about it. And it's, how is your dog doing? And Peaches right now, she's sitting on my lap. She's wearing a little diaper. Uh, because <laughs> if you guys know from last episode, which, yeah, last episode, it wasn't Taylor from RMGO. It was actually Jon Snow and Luke uh, from the Firearms blog, and we were talking about SHOT Show. But if you guys listened to the last episode, you would know that Peaches went into heat She may or may not be pregnant. We still don't know. But I've done so much freaking research. I went from thinking that dogs couldn't get like pregnant when they were on their periods, which is not called a period, which I realized a lot of people keep laughing at me because I'm like, yeah, Peach is on her period. And they're like, haha, you mean like in heat? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. All I know is she's freaking bleeding and it's so gross. And I'm (laughs) I'm like, I hate this. (laughs) Um, uh, Have you ever had a dog that experienced this? Uh, we have, yeah. It's it's not fun. No, it's, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> Especially when you get a brand new freaking house and you're a clean freak. Everything is brand new and mostly white, mind you. Uh, it's I'm like, seriously? Like, and so I did actually, the only thing that's kind of keeping me like keeping, you know, my sanity intact is initially I thought that this was the period part. The bleeding part was supposed to last three to four weeks but it actually only lasts seven to 10 days. So I do want to correct myself after doing extensive research, which you would think this stuff would be, you know, a little bit easier to find on the internet. There is some light at the end of the tunnel. We're going on like day five right now with peaches. So I'm like, okay, fingers crossed uh, that this ends like in the next day or two. But yeah, I'm putting these little diapers on her, which the diapers... I've had to get really creative with because the tail hole is not where the tail hole should be. And I've had to cut my own tail hole and put some duct tape on it. And I've honestly concluded after this, like, I don't even want to have kids. I, I've, I'm 36 years old. I have was thinking like, all right, I need to decide pretty quickly if I want to have kids. After this whole experience, I don't want to have kids, you know. And then here's the thing. So Peaches, I put the diaper on her. And then somehow in the middle of the night, she manages to take it off. So every freaking morning, I have to wash my sheets. I've never done so much freaking laundry in my life. And the sheets that are on my bed are getting thrown away after this. They are like, I'm done. So yeah, that's also been going on in my life this week. And it's added a lot of stress, which, yeah. So I I would just say, guys, if you aren't planning on having your dog, you know, mate, you know, to sell the puppies, which I don't think you should do anyways, because there's a lot of dogs out there that need good homes. I would say if you're listening to this and you don't know what you're up against, freaking get your dog fixed ASAP, because that's what I'm doing as long as Peaches isn't pregnant because she was playing with a little Corgi and I have to wait like 30 days after her heat cycle. But yeah, she's getting fixed after this because I'm never going through this again. IWI.
another thing, looking at their website, and they have some really cool accessories. They have like the Taylor Freelance Masada Plus 5 base pads for your mags. $29. Obviously, it adds an extra five rounds. I think as a result, what is that? 21 rounds in your magazine. And they looked really cool. They do have the Masada Stainless Guide Rod by Manicore Arms for $26.95, which if you have the Masada pistol, it's a, like I said, stainless steel guide rod. And it definitely makes quite the difference as opposed to the plastic one that it comes with. They have the Neo Mag for $49.99. But best of all, so they have all this stuff. Best of all, though, if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, all one word, you're going to get 15% off on top of those. And some of it was like a pretty good sales. Like they had a Streamlight TLR light for, I forget what the cost was, but it's on sale now for $149, which is pretty good. So oh, definitely yeah. check out the accessories because you guys are definitely missing out. I know I have been because I haven't really paid too much attention. Yeah, I looked last night and I was like, man, all kinds of stuff. And that is IWI.us. And again, the code is GUNFUNNY15, all one word. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Today in Tactic Talk, Desert Tech Quattro 15 moves to production. Speaking of, you know, when you said that you don't want to talk about something that might come out or when it's going to come out, I talked about this Desert Tech Quattro 15, I don't know how long ago, uh, maybe like a year ago or something. But anyway, so last year, well, I guess maybe they said it was in development. I don't know. But essentially, it's an AR-15 lower that has a quad stack mag. And I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to go over to their booth and see this in person. But the lower is designed to be compatible with standard AR parts other than the lower receiver. It uses standard triggers, safeties, all of that good stuff. The quad stack mag holds 53 rounds and it's slightly shorter than a standard 30 round mag. They had it on hand at SHOT Show for people to shoot and it definitely looked good. So they had for people to shoot, which is good. On the lower itself, it looks a lot like a typical lower, just flared out thicker in the magwell. The lower also includes a nice PDQ-style bolt release on the right side above the mag release. One of the ideas behind this, obviously, is more rounds without adding length, but also it has an 8% weight savings with the same round loadout compared to standard mags. To put it in perspective, four Quattro mags holds 212 rounds compared to 210 rounds in seven standard bags. MSRP on a Quattro 15 lower with a quad mag is $249, which really isn't that bad when you compare it to like a billet lower. The quad mags are translucent so that you can see through, see how many rounds you have left. Pricing on just the mags are $44.99. Kind of interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to uh, checking this out and getting my hands on one. But again, that is Desert Tech, if you guys want to check that out. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- Never mind. AF. Today's AF segment. So this, I have so many freaking questions about this article. Josh, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it before the show started, but I'm just like, what? Okay, first of all, before I start <laughs> with my commentary, because I'm like, what an idiot like, it's so stupid. I don't know. Okay, so this guy, Josiah Vargas from Indiana, went to McDonald's for breakfast last week and put in his order. They gave him his to-go bag. He drove off. When he opened the bag to eat his McMuffin, instead of his breakfast, he pulled out bags of cash. He posted oh. a video on TikTok and was basically like, man, why'd this have to happen to me? Because obviously, you know, he was tempted not to bring it back. But luckily, he made the good decision. He brought it back. When he stepped in, to the McDonald's, the employees, they were super grateful and, you know, relieved that he walked in. They were like, oh, my God, look at that. I really want to give you a hug. And I guess he recorded this when he brought it back. The staffers were crying as they hugged and thanked him and gave him $200 as well as free McDonald's for a month. Josiah added to his TikTok, do good people. His very happy meal had $5,000 in it that the employees would have literally lost their jobs over. But OK, here's what I don't get. So there's $5,000 in this bag that they just hand to the guy, you know, that they mistaken his order for. How the hell does that even happen? So was the bag in a to-go McDonald's bag? Or even like so, bag? why would you, I don't get it. Like, 
how do you forget that of all things? Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, the only thing I could think of is like maybe management was like taking out money out of the register. They were going to make a deposit. And in order to not look suspicious with a money bag, they put it in a McDonald's bag. But like, I don't even understand why you'd be over near the production line, like where, you know, you're fulfilling and you, orders. And you would think the weight would kind of, I mean, $5,000, yeah. $120,000 ain't light. I mean, you should know, like, okay, that's not a McMuffin. Yeah, you know? no kidding, right? <laughs> and then all I keep thinking is like, these idiots want $15 an hour. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, not to say it's an, I'm not saying, but I do think that there's something to be said about an entry level job and getting entry level pay. But yeah. But anyways, it's kind of funny because I guess they put down his name and number and told him he'd get free McDonald's for a month. But I guess when he went back, they didn't even recognize him, (laughs) (laughs) but he said he was fine and he wasn't too worried about it. But honestly, it probably was a blessing in disguise because if you got free McDonald's for a month, you would probably be eating it excessively and that's probably not very good for your health or your waistline. So, although, you know what I did here recently is, you know, the guy who created that documentary, um, uh, uh, Super Size Me? Yeah. Yes. So apparently he was like a raging alcoholic while he was recording that. And that's why his body like did the things that he did. Really? It wasn't the McDonald's. It was the, alcohol. I mean, it was probably both honestly, <laughs> but Yeah, somebody just told me that, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. But yeah, I guess he was just, I don't know. Either way, I mean, anything excessively, regardless, I think even healthy food, anything excessively is just, I'm not, not yeah, yeah, it's it's like, I don't know. Uh, iTunes reviews, Dave the Hunter, back at it again. I think he left a review last week as well. Binging up to episode 217, so this guy has literally listened to every episode, which it has actually happened quite a bit. I've had a lot of people say that they've gone back and listened to every episode, but I definitely think this guy is definitely telling the truth because he's been emailing me and uh, leaves commentary on every episode that he listens to, which is kind of cool because he brings up things that I, even I forgot about. Titled Binging Up to Episode 217, Five Stars. Well, on my way into 2022, there are some return guests, but always have interesting updates with the industry. We are learning about some construction pitfalls along with sometimes irritating political leanings. All in all, still a grand learning experience. Five stars and three cheers to Ava. Next is Silver Cerisa. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Thank you, Ava. Five stars. Gun Funny Podcast has quickly become a staple in my day-to-day life. It's the perfect background play when you're doing stuff around the house or driving. Ava has interesting guests and tackles important topics always presented in an informative manner. I especially liked the most recent episode with Mike that really demonstrates Ava ability to make guests feel comfortable in the conversation. Yeah, because Mike just basically, I think he got a little too comfortable and just, you know, I don't know. (laughs) You'll have to go back and listen to that with Grand Thumb. Uh, keep, Keep up the good work. All right. So Josh, out of those two, the first or the second, I want you to pick a lucky winner to win a prize pack. Uh, let's go with Silver Sarisa. All right. Congrats, girl. Or right, hopefully it's a girl. I don't know. Do you think maybe it's a boy? <laughs> uh, my money be on female. That's what, that's where my, my chips are. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't even. <laughs> here I am just like, a, you know, assuming I shouldn't. I can't. You can't assume anymore. But all right. Silver Sarisa. Contact me. Just go to gunfunny.com and click on the contact us form and send me a good address to send that out to. Uh, If you guys enjoy the show, I would love it if you became a patron to support it. Um, It just helps with, you know, just uh, added costs and stuff that come up. And then also you get access to our patron only Facebook group, which is just a great group of people. You also get a if you're five dollar and up Patreon after three months, you get a patron only patch uh, that will never be for sale. And also Blown Deadline, who does awesome Cerakote jobs, he's giving away a $300 gift certificate every month to a lucky Patreon. And you could be a dollar Patreon in order to enter that giveaway. Also wanted to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Sake Holsters, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, and Melissa Ridings. And king of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. And 
Josh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being a team player and coming on a week after SHOT Show. (laughs) Even even though I'm sure, you know, I mean, in my defense, you were the only person that I asked. It's not like I asked a bunch of people and you were the only person left, but you were the first person that I talked to since (laughs) SHOT Show. And I was like, hey, you know what? What are you doing this week? So I I do appreciate uh, you coming on and keep up the good work. It definitely sounds like you guys are, you know, bringing back some goodies as well as uh, making some new stuff. And yeah, so can you just remind listeners once again what your website is? And then guys, if you want to follow them on social media on the very bottom of the page, there's links for all that as well. But what is your website again? Uh, It's www.advanced-armament.com. All right, perfect. Well, I appreciate you. And guys, I will talk to you next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact. <laughs>